0: Hi Megan.
1: Welcome to Bad Movies Rock.
0: Well thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock where it's just the two of us again.
1: Yeah. Yep. Just the two of us. You and I. Just the two of yep. Just the two of us. Amber. We can make it if we try.
0: I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, I Mm, think that song lied, and I think you're full of lies. We can't make it. This is not gonna work. We need a buffer at the very least. You know, it's like when a couple who you know is super doomed is like, let's bring a kid into this. I feel like that'll fix it. I feel like that's what our our guests are. Like, we're just sort of zombifying our relationship along just enough to keep it going. Great. It's like, we bring a guest in here. We'll be like, oh, this is fun. Remember how this used to be fun? Let's focus on the guest. And then as soon as they're gone and we're stuck doing these episodes where I just,
1: it's just you. It's, uh, yeah, it's like an empty black hole of of just nothingness where the guest used to be. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. looking yearningly into the void and wishing hmm, it was someone else.
0: Or that I could throw myself into it
1: just to end this torment. Wow. I feel like this is a really good energy to bring to the podcast. Amber, we watched uh, Unleashed today.
0: Oh, we're just going to dive into it. We're not going to try and resolve any of this. We're not going to try and start from a better place. We're just
1: going to... All right. Where would you like to start from, Amber?
0: You know, maybe ask me how my day was.
1: Amber, how was your day? Tell me about it, please. It wasn't very interesting. I don't really want to talk about it. Okay, great. Perfect. I just
0: just want you to show interest in it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Like, maybe something interesting did happen. I feel like you're assuming that because most of the time nothing interesting happens, that I have nothing for you, but... You know, a little interest goes a long way. Maybe I will step up my game and try and do something interesting so that if you maybe on the off chance decide to ask me, like a civilized person who cares about me, how my day was, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe I'll have something to give you.
1: You do realize that we watched a movie for several hours, then played video games for several hours, and now we are now talking. So I know how most of your day was because it was with me.
0: That was just like the last few hours of my day. There are many hours in the day, Megan. Not everything sure. is about you. There are parts of my life that you are not privy to.
1: And you want our podcast listeners to be? I mean, maybe if I do something interesting. You want me to close my ears and you can just tell the podcasters about it? Podcast yeah, could you listeners please? About it? I want okay. to tell them about the dark part of the internet that I spent the
0: first 10 hours of my day in. Wow. La 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 la
1: la <laughs> la la <laughs> Ah uh, humanity, what aren't you capable of? It's a very good question. It's all there, Amber. If you know where to look, it's there. And it does not make you happy
0: to know that it's there. It is it is the abyss and it's looking right back at you. Yes. And breathing heavily and wetly in your ear. Oh God.
1: I'm licking your <sighs> neck. <sighs> oh no no <laughs> yes, no no licking That's your neck sonic, in the most unpleasant
0: way possible
1: sonically terrible for everybody listening amber
0: yes i want them to know where my heart's at so uh we were talking about neck licking
1: um yeah weirdly on point what did we watch today megan we watched unleashed amber
0: why did we do that
1: um it's a good question i'd not seen it before i uh, had
0: because i just love Jet Li.
1: yeah i mean yeah Jetly is amazing. I, so. can't,
0: I can't help it. I just I just really love Jetly a lot. Probably more than I should, you know. It might edge into creepy obsession a little bit. Cool. Nothing prosecutable. Good. I'm glad. Any hoozles. Megan. Uh-huh. Yes, Amber. Having just seen this movie, why don't you describe
1: it succinctly for our dear listeners? So Amber, Unleashed is about Jetly um being raised from a child to be uh, Bart, who's played by Bob Hoskins, um, a literal attack dog. He's got a, he's got a collar. Um, uh, Bob Hoskins, like, sets him on people. It's, uh, it's very disturbing. He puts gently in a cage when he's not out doing, uh, uh, Bart's bidding. And then, um, (laughs) gently meets probably the most perfect family to that asks zero questions and just accepts him as the non spoon using person that he is, and uh, yeah, it's Morgan Freeman, um, who who plays a blind piano tu- uh, uh, tuner, and Carrie Condon is, is his uh, stepdaughter, who uh, who you know they they take care of Jet Lee and it's uh yeah, it's a. Uh, Anybody else who'd found Jet Li would have just, you know, called the police or the psychiatrist. I mean, they probably should have, actually, now that I think of it. Maybe this was the exact wrong family for him to meet. He might have been safer if he was, you know, being taken care of psychologically. Eh, anywho, it's it's a, a story about how Jet Li learns to to, to be a person again after he's been treated so t- terribly over over years and years he also learns how to get really ripe melons
0: yes food talks to you it seems to be the the most important lesson that he's taught is music and food as his transition from attack dog Danny to live in family member Danny yeah he's not gonna be okay like he's just he, he's I don't think yeah, he's no. being trained for independent life at the end of this story it's more oh. Well, I guess he's going to be adopted by that nice family. They are now Danny's guardians. Yeah. I mean, he kind of
1: goes from being an attack dog to like a... A puppy. A house puppy. A house puppy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's still not a real boy, as it turns out. Yeah. Apparently a month with magical Morgan Freeman is not going to cure him of, you know, a lifetime of trauma. So, Megan, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. did the critics think of this?
1: Yeah, my critics were at 66 for the uh, critics and 75 for the users, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah, Metacritic, 58 critics, 87 users. It's This is one of those, you know, fringe movies. You know, we didn't have to do it technically. It was in the 50s on Metacritic. I just put it on the list because I like watching Jet Li movies and I like making sure. Megan watch movies that she hasn't seen before. I mean, ultimately, that's the thing. I make Megan watch movies that she wouldn't have watched otherwise if i hadn't been like hey megan you need to see this and she'll be i do i and i'll be like yes if you want this friendship to continue and then we watched the movie because amber gets what amber wants and then we decided this podcast had to exist so we added the arbitrary designation of and they have to be bad because nine times out of ten the movies are like anyway technically are critically bad mm, it's true this is one of those edge of reason movies Probably didn't need to do it because the majority of critics, I agree with. They're pretty positive reviews. Very few negative reviews. Even the mixed reviews have nice things to say about it. And I wouldn't say that there really are. Okay, the way women are treated in this movie. Yes. Ew. Yeah, it's 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 a hard watch for sure. There is one female character. She's supposed to be a teenage daughter, and she's lovely. If. Mm-hmm shockingly disaffected with the violence surrounding her <laughs> and yep. just the c- complete absurdity of a 40 year old man like danny <laughs> being yep. in her home just living there now yes in general it's it's a movie mostly with men in it and then a couple of prostitutes and one woman showering it okay yeah the the way women are treated in this movie is is real gross we should we should talk about that but to stay on track with the critics the fact that they seem to have ignored that is problematic, but their general perception of the movie, to my mind, pretty on point.
1: Yeah. I mean, everybody loved Jet Li's fighting ability and like the fight scenes oh. are amazing. Unimpeachable.
0: I mean, I mean, you've got Jet Li and Yuen Wo-Ping. Like, that's what you... That, of course. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you for those fight scenes. They were a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, everybody loved uh, Morgan Freeman's magical blind black man piano tuner. Sure. Why wouldn't you, mm-hmm. uh, Bob Hoskins? Oh, I—I I mean, okay, I'm an '80s baby. Yeah, Megan is almost an '80s baby, and so I mean, we—I would assume that your first introduction to Bob Hoskins is "Who Framed Roger Rabbit."
1: Yes, of course.
0: So that's that's my Bob. That's mm-hmm. my Bob
1: Hoskins. He's the a Amer- little different in this one.
0: Exactly, exactly. I'm I, the American accent. He's. Rough, but ultimately has a good squishy heart, and he kisses Roger at the end of the movie. He's not kissing Roger at the end of this movie. This is, this is the speaking through his teeth, jowly, growly, dirty, straight-up English Bob Hoskins. Yes. Ooh, He is more of a dog than Jet Li is. Just like a growling, snapping, aw, oh, he eats, I mean, so of course everybody loves him, too. Like, it's, the dialogue he's very is very
1: cr- good. Yeah, he's very good. The dialogue
0: is crap for Freeman and and Oskins.
1: Oh, boy, is it ever! Yeah, boy, is it ever.
0: Jetley doesn't have to talk. Like Danny's character, his his entire thing is emoting, which for Jitly is is awesome. Like they he does
1: a great job. He does a
0: great job, and there haven't been a lot of roles that I've seen him in that required that kind of depth of emotion and kind of range. And he had to do it all wordlessly, and I feel like he did a great job and then hoskins and freeman are left chewing through this just just terrible dialogue
1: just like dialogue that like is 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 self-explanatory and like it's just oh, lots of exposition so much like needless exposition like morgan freeman turns to his stepdaughter at some point and says so i can't even remember what it was it was so bad it's just like, I'm worried about that boy. I'm it's bored. like something
0: made him shut his feelings down so hard he can't get in touch with him anymore. And her response is like, yeah, but that's what we're trying to help him with. Isn't it, Pa? I mean, she doesn't call him Pa, but the entire <laughs> exchange is
1: after we've clearly
0: that. seen them interacting with him for, I would imagine, weeks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I'm worried about him. Yeah. No Good? shit. He didn't fucking know what a spoon was. Yeah. Mm hmm. He has a collar you, on
1: his neck that he won't let you touch. You you found him when he was, like, I, it, both in a car accident and shot, maybe, and then just showed up in your piano-tuning warehouse.
0: Yep. So... Just bleeding, and then he lost consciousness, and he barely speaks, and he's covered in scars.
1: Oh, you're worried about him, are you? You are? Yeah. I'm you good. should be. I'm glad he- that you, you said that out loud. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. You also, like, he hid under the bed for quite a while. Anyway. And the critics were, like,
0: love the fight scenes. Jet Li, Yuan Wong Ping, Morgan Freeman, ridiculous dialogue, still loved him. Bob Hoskins' ridiculous dialogue, still loved him. Even, you know, they were like, ah, this is some of the best, most watchable stuff I've seen from Luc Besson. Ah, yes. Luc Besson wrote this Mm -hmm. and produced it with Jet Li. So, yeah, I mean, in general, I pretty much agree with the critics. They liked they they and they were you know it's okay we've got like a they a lot of them were talking like, with a juxtaposition of brutality and sentimentality or yeah they it was a yeah. lot of, a lot of a lot of blurby comments like that yeah um and leterrier got some got some shout outs he's the director you you would remember him from the first two transporters the first now you see me you liked that Oh, one. yes the yes i movie. did enjoy that it was very entertaining um some other stuff that you should recognize, but those are the things that popped into my head just now. Could I look it up? Yes. Will I? No. I'm fucking lazy, people. Look it up your own goddamn selves. Not your fucking mom. Not your goddamn grade school teacher. But I am just as disappointed in you as she
1: is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, where did I go? I don't know. What are we doing right now? Um, yeah, so critics, yeah, I mean, you got the you definitely got the Jetly stuff right. Um, yeah. yeah, okay, pretty good. Staying in the
0: critical section to talk about women, We mm. have Bob Hoskins about to have sex with two prostitutes on two different occasions that Jet Lees Danny interrupts by simply existing in the same space in which he, he knows he's about to have sex in an office that is above where he houses a human man that he treats like a dog. How is he surprised when the women see it freak out and run?
1: And, and, and he's, like, I mean, it's kind of not surprising. He's treating these sex workers, you know, saying openly he doesn't want to see their faces and just being terrible. You yep. know.
0: Yep. We see their boobs for no reason. There's just no, no particular reason for that. We get it. He's going to have sex with them and then he doesn't. I don't need to see their breasts. And... Then there's, you know, a fight scene that takes place in a woman's bathroom. Awesome fight scene.
1: Very cool. It's very good.
0: We hear the shower running. We hear the woman singing. We don't actually need to see her in the shower nude. And completely unobscured by the shower curtain, which is inexplicably pulled back so that we can see her. Yes. Definitely leaving water to run all over the bathroom floor. That is not how any person takes a shower. No. It isn't. You could have accomplished the same thing without having her be nude. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the female body. I am saying that they made very clear and present decisions to display it in titillating fashions for no particular reason. And it's just kind of upsetting in general to have a woman showering in her bathroom and have two men start slugging it out in front yes. of her. Like that. That makes me feel unsafe to watch. Like, that's just, ugh, no, yeah. that's my naked special time. It's tough enough to be a woman, except when you're nude in your own home, taking a shower, singing in it. Like, that is private time. Why, why have that fight scene there like that?
1: Yeah, you don't need men coming in your bathroom window and punching through your bathroom door.
0: No. And then, of course, the only other female character other than the one with real speaking parts, who's who's a main character, is Jet Lee's mom, who exists to be a sex object, and a victim. Yeah. I mean, sure, she does knock Bob Hoskins over the head with a thing, and that's what gets her shot in the face. Well, sorry, the back of the head. Mm, yes. Terribly sorry. Women as literal sex workers, women mm-hmm. as vulnerable nude objects for yeah. a backdrop to a very manly fight, and women as victims is kind of how we, we went through this movie. That's yeah. you know, it's not great. Not great. you you the the teenage daughter is sweet and quirky and cute, and that's lovely. But it's not enough to kind of erase the whole hey, this is what we did with
1: most of the women in this movie, right? The adult yep. women. The, all she the was adult eighteen women. yeah were, yeah,' were sex workers Ugh. yes.
0: To, to a certain extent, even including his mom, who wasn't a sex mm-hmm. worker, but Bob Hoskins was like, yeah, she was sleeping with me every day and presumably right. to pay off her debt somehow.
1: That's what Wikipedia says, like, yeah, that she needed the money in order to go to school. And so.
0: Thanks, man, for writing this story with women in it, I guess. This is what we get. Yeah. The only one that is uh, treated like a human being with actual lines and some dimensions is the young girl who is so young she's still in high school. She's, yeah, she, I mean. She gets her braces off in this movie
1: yeah and and it's a little skeevy because like they don't exactly do a full love story with her and Lee, Li, but like it's they're hinting it, at it they're hinting at it real hard like so there's some hard. like neck kisses so yeah
0: maybe it's like how you'd kiss your
1: dog on the nose
0: yeah maybe yeah, but he's actually a human being so mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah it's it's almost like she wasn't young enough to turn into a sex worker or she, sorry, she wasn't old enough to turn into a sex worker. Gross. Yep. Yep. She it's it's you know she she got to be a person because she wasn't an adult woman yet, and therefore right.
1: not a whore, not a whore yet. Great.
0: This ah yeah didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't see it in the critics. So still a little bit disappointed in your critics. Yeah, for sure. Kind of feel
1: like we we're sure. talking about those things. Good thing mm-hmm. you and I are here to set that shit right exactly entertainment justice y'all so you were just talking amber about um, the <laughs> this the, the, the chronological start of this movie um, in terms of you know jet Lee's life in this movie is that um, his mom is it's unclear a little bit but like somehow um, maybe sleeping with Bob Hoskins in order to get money to go to school and then um, she, um, he, he, I don't know. She hits him over the head with a thing for a reason. Um, and...
0: Maybe she just doesn't like the way he disgustingly licked her neck.
1: Oh, God, it was so disgusting. It was very upsetting. Um, so he shoots her. And then he finds, uh, Bob Hoskins finds a little baby Jet Lee in the closet hiding. I guess he's like, I don't know, eight, six, eight, something like that. Ah. And he comes... Technically, he doesn't find him. That's little true. Little baby Jet
0: Li comes screaming out of the closet after seeing his mother murdered, and just launches an adult
1: man into a wall. Yes, it's very impressive. Yep. At which point, Bob Hoskins realized that uh, you know this little uh, little Jet Li could be um, trained to be his his guard dog, fight dog,
0: attack dog. attack dog. Definitely, definitely
1: an attack dog. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. So, um, it's horrible, right? Like, it's it's this, like, if you, if you put any time thinking to it, he's raised this eight-year-old to 40 years old, although I think maybe they're, I don't know, whatever. They didn't actually say how old he was in the movie, but, um, he raised him, you know, for 30-plus years in a cage and to fight and murder other people. So it's, Terribly disturbing.
0: The beginning of this movie is is fantastic. Like, it's the the first scene you see is just Bob Hoskins saying, get him, and taking off his collar. And him, little Danny, just rage-murdering a room full of people we don't know for reasons we don't know. We don't have to care about Amber. With just this feral combination of martial arts and rage. Just, like, Mm brutal, brutal punching just stomping it's it's very good and i love yeah. i love that we're just thrown into it we're just we don't know yeah we don't know why any of it's happening it's just happening just like straight into awesome action scene and brutal beatdown
1: right yep yeah and and we get kind of a a, a montage of this as we go on to just show like bob hoskins is a lone shark and he's like this is how he you know make sure that he gets paid is he's got Jet Li by his side who if he if he removes the collar uh, Jet Li is going to break everybody in the room
0: Danny Danny Danny's gonna kill him and it's and and then and then Bob Hoskins explains the rules in case we hadn't picked up on it yet from all of the things we would just seen but of course if they if you pay the collar stays on if you don't pay the collar comes off this is all you need to know Oh, I mean, yes, thank you. That is all I need to know. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so you're not gonna explain it again later. Are you? Oh no,
1: you're gonna you're gonna to explain it times. again. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go on a collection detail where you know this this clearly you know, powerful self-important guy is like, let me, let me get this straight. So if the collar stays on, he's harmless. The collar comes off. He beats us all to death. Yeah, you're getting it now. So it's in my best interest to keep the collar on, right? <laughs> and he just beats the shit out of Bob Hoskins and his other goons.
1: Yep. Before he could take the collar off, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, it it and and gently just watches his his he calls him his uncle at some point. He he watches Bart just get like beat He's not down. Even watching. He's just yeah, staring he's not...
0: off into space. Yeah, he's just, it's not his job yet. This does not have his attention because, it, and so they they very early on established the limitations of Bob Hoskins' ability yes. to train our Danny Boy to be a very good dog. He's basically he's done a shit job of it.
1: Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, I mean. You, with
0: even with an actual dog you train them and and he screams about it too after Danny fails to protect him and he's like even a dog knows to protect their master when you know he's being attacked yep well well you traumatized a young boy you didn't train a dog
1: you didn't and you you didn't do it very well because we we witnessed some of his new training methodology which is just to like on the spot changed the rules entirely on Danny, which is I, rough. I
0: love that. I love the fact that in the same friggin' day mm-hmm. in which one of his collection group like collection boys gets the better of him. And you know, like thankfully he's able to to break free long enough to to take off Danny's collar and you know set things right. But he he gets he gets bloodied. He then decides to still go on his next collection run and not bring Danny
1: in the room. No. Apparently having a a red light and remote control already in the car? I don't know how he had that. Anyway. He's
0: just ready. He's just ready. Yeah. So now, now Danny has to stare at a light and if it flashes, then he goes in to help. I The conceit entirely being so that he could be alone with some pianos that Morgan Freeman then comes in and starts to tune. And Morgan Freeman is, of course, this saint of a man, talkative, is all get out, super unjudgmental, just the just the nicest, chattiest person in the world who also pe- tunes pianos. And also explains some deep philosophy about how a piano is just like a person. You know, people think pianos are so strong that you can just pound on them and they won't get out of tune, but they, they just like people, they'll, they will. Mm-hmm. Just like people, Megan.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's somehow it, it almost pertains exactly to what's happened to Danny in his so life.
0: So weird. So yeah. weirdly prescient. I mean, that's what you get from having a magical black man character.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's very true. And of course, Morgan Freeman in this movie is blind, so he doesn't see the just like, yeah. Yeah. Color you know he can smell down. him, though.
0: I, I yeah. did not see them giving you know. Danny a shower or wet wipes at any point in time.
1: brush yeah. After
0: mm-hmm. any of his
1: very, very bloody beatdowns. He's just wearing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Oof. So yeah.
0: unjudgmental. Yeah. All of this, of course, leading to an underground death arena. Right. <laughs> in, I bet in... you saw that coming.
1: Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. One of the um, one of these uh, lone shark thingies, someone who's a, I guess, just a underground proprietor of a deathmatch arena happens to see this beat down that Danny does and uh, essentially asks Bob Hoskins if if he wants to enter Danny in this um, deathmatch game. I mean it's 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 like dog fights it's fights to the death and you get to bet on them and yeah it's 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 horrifying
0: so he can make a ton more money fighting Danny yes. in this place and he can do on his little collection routes and we know this because he says it to us with his words yes so of course this is amazing he's going to do this you know he sends Danny in for his first match and he <laughs> it's it's the usual it's exactly what you'd expect it to be big Tough guy. Oh, he's the reigning champion. He's had 15 matches and is, of course, undefeated because otherwise he'd be dead. And we see him just growling and he takes a brick and he headbutts it into dust. And Bob Hoskins, cools a cute cucumber, whips off the collar. Kill him, Danny. Danny jumps in the arena, punches him five times in the throat.
1: Dude dies. Dude dies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: The- I mean, you knew it was going to happen, but it's still... It's,
1: it's very good. I mean... Yeah, and the guy's, like, two feet taller than Jet Li, and, yeah. He has 150 pounds on him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is also kind of a story, if if you really think about it, of the overconfidence of, of white men. For example, this uh, fighter who just thought that, like, he's won, uh, you know, a ton of matches, so he's going to be just fine. And, uh and then just like just kind of roars at Danny I think before right before the fight and then just does not block any of his vital organs nope. and Bob Hoskins with the 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 light and the um you know kind the of collar ver- and the collar and the and, ex- and yeah explaining to um you know his lone shark ease oh how gosh. it works while not being right next to Danny so that it, you know you know the collar is uh, removable instantly so exactly. you know
0: He's, it is the overconfidence of a white dude who has stumbled onto something that happened to work for him. It is it is the perfect exemplar of a mediocre white man who stumbled onto greatness and believes he's earned it. So, hey, here's this really talented, aggressive kid. I'm going to train him up in yep. just the dumbest way possible mm-hmm. to do this thing and then develop my entire business model around him. And then, I'm so smart, I'm so smart, and I want everybody to know how smart I am and good at business I am, so I'm going to tell everybody this cool thing I did. Oh, oh, I trained this guy. I'm going to yep. take the collar off. Oh, he's going to come for you. If you give me money, the collar stays on. He 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 If only, if only somebody could somehow think of a way to keep the collar on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
1: What if they attack me first?
0: Never occurred to me, because as it turns out, I'm
1: actually quite stupid. Yeah, very stupid. Um, but then, after they're they're done with this uh, death match, they get hit by a, a car. They get in a car accident. What happens? Eh, they get yeah, in yeah, a car yeah. they accident. Gets, they
0: get hit by a car. Uh, it's it's planned by. Oh yeah, right, right. Yes. Yeah, planned planned by the learn sharky who is the same one that that almost got the upper hand on him. Also, is is pretty upset about that. So he yep. he comes after him, and then again fails to do the job. First Ugh. time. All right, let's keep the collar on Danny. My goons will beat up your goons. I'm going to leave the room and do other things because mm-hmm. I'm sure this turns out in my favor, except that it didn't. Right. So then he hits him with a truck and sprays the car with bullets and then walks away.
1: Still didn't kill Bob. It didn't no. kill him. Make sure you do the job. And on, the people. bloodline. Always in the bloodline. Always double tap. Always end the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Wanda Sykes will tell you that.
0: Goodness gracious. At the very least, this gives Jet the opportunity to flee. Yes. He believes Bob Hoskins to be dead. That makes sense. And uh, runs into the welcoming and super unquestioning arms of Morgan
1: Freeman and his stepdaughter, Victoria. Yep. And then there's like, I don't know, 45 minutes of this movie that is just... It's it's just so cool. like it goes from just just going at a hundred and ten percent to to just meandering down the road, and and you know making potato leek soup and getting mm-hmm. ice cream,
0: learning how to use spoons, learning how to eat ice cream, learning what ice cream is, learning how to that I just wrote supermarket of innocent lessons in my yes. notes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Morgan Freeman takes takes our sweet sweet jet leads and you know danny didn't want to leave the apartment he was afraid he was just hiding under the bed and adorable pajamas and playing with a keyboard because he's fascinated by pianos and it's so cute and then morgan freeman's like you gotta go out into the world buddy let me help you become a person by taking you to the supermarket and teaching you that food talks and how to pick melons and what ripe means and what sweet means and how to shove your nose into bread which thankfully you bought
1: yeah, which he almost didn't. Yeah, and and Morgan Freeman knows the names of all the grocers and like,
0: I mean, come on. If Morgan Freeman lived in your neighborhood, you would be charmed the fuck out with him. Yeah, like of course. Point. Just be, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh it's Morgan Freeman again. Mm-hmm. Who True. is that you good have point. with you? I instantly love them because they're in your proximity.
1: Yep, and and yes, I I do understand Morgan Freeman. You're bringing around a forty year old person and teaching them. What anything, what grocery stores are. This seems fine.
0: I feel like the least realistic part of this movie is that Morgan Freeman and his daughter just accept that in the world, there is an adult man who wears a collar, is covered in scars and doesn't know what a spoon is, how to make food, what food is, what simple words mean, like sweet and ripe. (laughs) Yes. She's like, oh, well... Ain't that a thing? Let's help him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just no questions, no concerns. The, the 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 only time, and he's he's actually it's also he's he's being a really good dude. He's not going to ask questions. He makes he's very upfront. Like clearly you've got some stuff going on, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have this be a safe space right up until there's a super violent altercation of the supermarket that they're in. And Jetley's character is just still thunking melons through the whole thing or everybody else is just kind of like cowering and being like oh shit oh shit what do we do what do we do what do we do and then the altercation ends (laughs) danny comes out with the melon this one's ripe yep yep so well there's
1: a guy that's been pushed into like a a a glass wall behind him he's an unconscious
0: man yep
1: yeah which was really, I mean, this was really interesting because, like, Danny doesn't get inv the, the interesting thing is he doesn't get involved at all because that's obviously not his training. No. But he it's not, not even, doesn't even phase him a little bit. And when Morgan Freeman asks about it, who did he say something like, you know. There, they there weren't fighting a, me. They weren't fighting me. So not my business, I suppose. It's not that
0: he wasn't aware. It's just. Completely desensitized to it. Well, it wasn't, I, I I only have to fight the people that fight me. And I'm only supposed to fight if somebody tells me to fight. So just that simple. Yeah, it is big chunk of the movie. No action. Just sweet family yeah. scenes with Morgan Freeman and Carrie Condon, who plays his daughter, Victoria, who is all kind of geeky and sweet and a little awkward and also super unquestioning about the whole
1: situation. Hey, Pa, you brought home an adult man who seems to be super traumatized? Sure did, sweetie. Yep who is currently hiding under the bed and you're feeding him peanut butter and jelly sandwiches under the bed great that's where it's most safe
0: as this is a redemption story we of course have to learn what happened to jelly's mom and that bob hoskin kills her and of course he gets pulled back into the life and winds up back in the death match pit but he doesn't want to kill
1: people anymore he's done with it he doesn't want to hurt people he doesn't says this want to hurt anyone directly to bob hoskins he does and then he gets shoved into the pit so we get another fight scene yay and it's all gently avoiding the guy who's the who's the reigning champion
0: big muscly guy with head tattoos lots of screaming and when he continues not to attack him well i mean what do you have to do
1: well, obviously you kick it up, Amber, you, you get three more in there. And then you throw weapons in there. Yeah. Battle axe, a sledgehammer, a spear.
0: Yeah. And then you show a bald white man in a white gi. You think maybe he's gonna jump in the pit, but but then he doesn't. You wonder why why did
1: you show me that bald white man? He he looks intense. What's his deal? Yeah,
0: What's what he into? We,
1: what do we slow mo over his uh his Prone or his, his resting figure, hmm, interesting. Mm, interesting. Anyway. any whoozles. Back to the death match. Back to the death match. Jet Li, of course, when
0: backed into a corner, knocks them all the fuck out, but refuses to kill them.
1: He does. And since this is a death match arena, Bob Hoskins doesn't get his money, right? <laughs> Although Bob Hoskins does pull out his gun and murder the man. He does. Who, so who...
0: really, didn't actually accomplish much. No guy still
1: died. Yeah, and Andy didn't get his money. That was kind of petty. It was. I I do feel like um. If I was that uh, weirdo creepy man who owns the underground fighting ring, I don't know that I'd invite Bob Hoskins back. He's too much of a unknown. You know, you can't just shoot the the match players.
0: No, I don't disagree. I, I have a feeling he was disinvited in perpetuity. Mm. I mean, I, I would imagine Hoskins was hoping at that point to just go back to, you know, his old life of collections. Mm, okay. He kind, yeah. of, kind of intimated as much at the end there. Yeah, yeah, I guess Let's you're just right. just go back to things being simple. We have to go through the whole relieving the traumatic memory of his mom dying, realizing Bob Hoskins did it. Then <laughs> I don't know why, but it made me laugh pretty hard when... So the daughter playing the music that Jet Mm -hmm. mother was playing right before she died triggers the memory Right. right then they immediately start packing up their suitcases and Morgan Freeman comes in and he's like whoa what is what is happening and she's like we know who killed his mother and Morgan Freeman's like who killed your mother In this way of like, how am I so unprepared for this conversation? I didn't know she was dead. I didn't know someone killed her. I didn't know we had to know who killed her. (laughs) Right. I am so far away from where you are right now. Please catch me up. I
1: yeah, I I I went out to get the mail and apparently shit went real bad real fast. Now
0: your mother is apparently murdered and we know who it is and we're running from them? Wow, that was abrupt.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then we have to have a final showdown. We do, of course, we do. Um, at, at which point, um, Bob Hoskins sends in I don't know, fourteen different goons after Jet Lee. an inordinate number of street toughs. Yes, yeah. And to be fair, he know like Bob Hoskins out of anyone knows that like you need like fourteen plus.
0: Oh yeah, you need all of them. You need, and it's not enough. He knows it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, which is
1: why he brought with him. Chekhov's bald guy. Oh, Chekhov's bald guy, yes. Um, He is uh, Mike Ian Lambert, who is a a martial artist and like a stunt and fight coordinator on a lot of different movies. Um, And kind of the the perfect unspeaking role of just like real fighter to kind of spar off with Jet Li.
0: Glorious physicality, exactly. Yep. He is, I think he's, is he the Stranger?
1: The strangers, how he's credited, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. He didn't get into the deathmatch arena, but he comes along for this. The the bring down of the wayward attack dog. hmm Uh after you so there's like a lot of group, street tough fighting, there's the he runs up the stairs, he's on the roof, he's jumping around, it's great. All of this is fantastic, of course, for all the reasons that we stated and the critics acknowledged. Then you have a. I mean, there's the, I feel like there's always a unique scene in, in every Jet Li movie that I've watched of, of a different different choreo- different choreograph different choreography or a different location. And so in this one, you wind up in this tiny cramped bathroom stall.
1: Yes. It's very good.
0: It's because the stranger is not a small man. And he's just coming at him hard with kicks, 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 kicks. It's like this flurry. It looks like he's got 14 freaking legs. So then Jet Li retreats to the tiny stall and so he can't use his legs and so it's just like this and close punching and then Jet Li just gets in a kick right to his head in this improbable way because the place is so narrow that like their two bodies are practically touching each other as they
1: face off it's yeah it can't be like 3 feet across and like Jet Li gets his foot up and around and yeah it's so good so impressive yeah so impressive So yeah. impressive. Still Still very refuses. good
0: Still refuses to kill him. He winds up getting kicked out a window, and he can't save him. He dies anyway. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. He's decided not to kill. And then there's the the psychological showdown between Bob Hoskins and Jet Li, where you know Bob Hoskins is just he's putting the screws in. You'll always be a dog. You can't have this life. This isn't who you are. And then goes for the mom. And, oh, oh, he goes for the mom. Bad. That was a bad idea. Then Jet Li decides to kill him. And and. Even more twisted, Bob Hoskins is like, "Yeah, kill me." <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Like, Do it's... it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now he's just fucking with him. It seems like it's like it's like if I'm gonna die, I want you to like prove who you who are. Si- yeah, prove psychologically. Like you are. Take You're you down, a killer. Yep.
0: It's fantastic. Luckily, it happens in front of Morgan Freeman and Carrie Condon, and Morgan Freeman's like, "No." Don't do it, oh boy. It'll make you a killer. He's already a killer. it's too late.
1: Oh but boy, it'll he's make such you like
0: like what he says you are, you're not that guy anymore. you've recovered. He's like, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. he needs to die and I'm I'm feeling like yes, sure. though the one thing that Morgan Freeman does say is that they'll put you in a cage just like he did And like oh yes yeah, right no, a- because this would be a murder that the cops would probably be aware of and he'd go to prison for it. I hear what you're saying now. I hear what you're saying. Okay, I'm kind of on board. Jelly's still going for it. So then Morgan Freeman just comes in with a fucking pot and knocks Bob Hoskins the fuck
1: yep. out. Yeah, it's great.
0: With the fantastic one-liner, that man could talk some serious shit. Yes. <laughs> you just knocked a man out and you had a stone-cold one-liner ready. damn, dude, where are you from?
1: It's very good, yeah.
0: Which reminds me, mm-hmm. where is he from, Megan? Because... The whole backstory with how he became the stepfather of Carrie Condon's character. Oh
1: boy. So oh, I feel boy. like there's a
0: dark backstory there.
1: Yeah, there it's it's wild and we get so much of it. Like we get <laughs> like in this 45 minutes of just downtime, we get to learn a lot about these characters. And like, okay, so Carrie Condon is Morgan Freeman's stepdaughter. She is the daughter of his former wife. His wife died in a car accident. The same one uh, that blinded him. The same one that blinded him. Before that, his wife was married to Morgan Freeman's best friend, and they had the daughter together. And then, and he died in some way that I don't think we get to know of.
0: I don't remember. I, don't I wasn't so. paying attention. I was too busy spinning the yarn of, okay so clearly you murdered your best friend so that you could be with the woman you loved and then when she found out you killed her too
1: yeah to cover your tracks
0: you also had to be blind
1: yeah i mean you had to like you had to suffer too no one would believe that you had done it if you also blinded yourself Yeah, I mean, it's it's he comes from so maybe that's why he understands so well, Amber, because I think so exactly from this really dark backstory himself. That's what I'm saying. He also at some point said that um, his wife was his best friend and his best friend was his best friend. And then I believe you and I talked very long and hard about how you can only have one best friend. There can only be one. That's why one of them had to die. One of them
0: had to go. There can be only one best friend. There can be only one number one. There's one yeah. best, Megan. Yeah. No Only room for one at the top of that mountain. Yeah. Good point. One of them had to go, and it's definitely the one you want to have sex with the least.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This movie's over. And then, and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He is...
0: I'm going to say, he is as good as he's going to get he's with a loving family that understands they're probably going to have to take care of him forever
1: yeah he needs about all of the therapy approximately
0: I i don't know if therapy is the answer for this is the is there an answer for this is there an answer for being trained as a dog and killing
1: countless individuals with your bare hands yeah i don't know i don't know that there is well you know they did the best and, they could and, and at the end at the, the so at the very end um <laughs> Carrie Condon is playing at uh, playing piano at Carnegie Hall Morgan Freeman and and Jet Li are in the in the audience Jet Li's wearing a tuxedo with a bow tie and Morgan Freeman makes a lighthearted joke about wondering if his uh bow tie is too tight oh boy we can laugh about these things now can't we remember when you (laughs) used to wear a collar and wear a trained murderer anyway let's watch this music it's been a it's probably been a month or two we're over that right yeah it's cool it's cool (laughs) it feels good to laugh amber what would you put this movie on the rock scale regrettable outstanding craze balls or k I mean, Definitely craze balls. obviously, most of the movies
0: are. That's why the scale is so pointless. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm.
1: you know, I would say
0: for the fight scenes, there's a touch of outstanding. Just yeah. the, the presence of Jet Li, a touch of outstanding. Morgan Freeman, a touch of outstanding. Bob Hoskins, a touch of outstanding. Honestly, there are lots of moments and elements of this that that have, you know, extra extra pieces that pushes it past like, oh, this is a crazeballs ridiculous fest. It is that but you also get these elements that are unimpeachably delightful. I mean, you know, come for Morgan Freeman and Jet Li, stay for the Yuan Wo Ping choreography.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, it's, it's, there's some just amazing, I mean, we talked about the, the bathroom stall fight scene, but it was like, it was amazing. Like, it was really cool to watch.
0: It's true. Yeah. I agree with her. Excellent. Like a normal person would. Megan, do you have an Abby story?
1: So um, Abby and I were talking, and at some point um, Dan said that I was a daughter, and Abby was like, "No, she's not. You're not a daughter." And, and Dan was like, "Yeah, she is." And I asked, uh, I asked Abby, "Well, who, who's my mommy?" And she like, she thought about it for like a good like ten seconds, and was like, "Oh, Daba." And it's this, this like connection in her mind uh, was was made of like oh huh, you're you're also a daughter I see I see it's funny
0: when we realize realize those things like oh you are you, oh you're person like I'm a person
1: yeah and whoa Daba's, yeah Daba's also a mommy what hmm. Daba's had sex oh boy no 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 <laughs> nope you know that's coming Megan. Do you have a recommendation, Amber?
0: I'm going to go with the great. Uh, It was recommended to my brother, who watched it in the car one night uh, on his phone while we were waiting for my dog to get out of the emergency vet that he had driven us to at like two o'clock in the morning because my brother is the best human in the world. It's on Hulu. It has one season and I think 11 episodes, 10 episodes. I don't know. It's got a certain number of episodes. Why the fuck do you need to know the number? It's not a very long thing. It is predominantly a comedy. It is sort of loosely based on the life of Catherine the Great, um, who was a Russian empress. And it stars Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holtz, who I always think of as the about-a-boy-boy. He's been in just a ton of things since then, but I always think of him as the about-a-boy-boy. They are both really good in it. He, especially because his character is this brutal, idiotic, selfish boy king who is cruel but still hilarious because of the way he delivers his lines and and she is is fantastic is like this strong naive intelligent uh young character and it's it's very it just it's if you're a woman there's a certain like delight in watching it how she kind of comes into her own and essentially goes from being super idealistic believing in love and fantasy and you know poetry and and the enlightenment and going to rule russia and seeing how how kind of like backwards and archaic things are and how women have no place and realizing oh i need to kill my husband and stage a coup it's it's great yeah. right. um and it's it's really funny really clever um there's plenty of the, 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 another really great female character in it is like her lady in waiting mariel played by phoebe fox who is just hilarious um, despite being set in kind of rural Russia, it's all British actors for the most part. Sure. Makes um, sense. And a lot of people of color rounding out the cast so they don't just go full white because why the fuck? It's considered the the, the the tagline is, you know, the occasionally true story of Catherine the Great. So there are some historical accuracies, but for the most part, they just go buck wild with it. It was deeply entertaining, but it's just, I, I thought of it because, you know, women got such a massive shaft <laughs> in the movie we watched. You can have a palate cleanser of... Of the great and just so funny so many fucking funny things in it and very satisfying moments and l fanning just they're holt and fanning are so good in this it's it's really 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 good better than i thought it would be it's not amazing in terms of the through line of it all but it stays really entertaining throughout the great on hulu watch it or don't and just suck as a human being
1: megan do you have a recommendation so Amber, I, this is just a random recommendation. I've been very much obsessed with chocolate covered almonds as of late. Have you? And uh, yeah, it's and it's what I want, Amber. And it's it's so hard to find. Like I want mostly almond and a little bit of chocolate. That's a very specific and, like, ratio. Yeah, I mean because you can get like um you know you can get m&ms that are like candy coated then chocolate coated then almonds yeah that's not um, quite right unless that's what that, you're into
0: like that's yeah, not what you're looking for though which
1: are good like they're fine and then there's like hershey's makes like nuggets um with almonds in them hershey's kisses with almonds in them like that's bars too much with chocolate. almonds with it it's too much chocolate that's not what it's, i want i want it's not even good chocolate it's adequate chocolate it's too yeah. much adequate chocolate yeah no i hear you and and then they also make almonds with like cocoa dust on them and that is too little chocolate amber
0: it's it's nice it's like a little ooh you know quick it's quick nice treat if you're being it melts on your tongue before you get to the almond but that's not when you're looking for a chocolate it's covered almond I that's want. not what you're looking for yeah
1: no yeah but then i got in the mail amber i got from from our our um unpaid sponsor nuts.com um chocolate covered almonds <gasps> Did you now? I did, yes.
0: Wow. Anyway. Thanks, yeah. Nuts.com for I mean, hey, if you wanna send us a little something, something for our five listeners that are about to hear us say, hey, nuts.com, thanks for the chocolate covered almonds. Yeah. They were awesome. They shipped they real quick.
1: They were, were exactly what we were looking for. It's hard to, yeah. Anyway, it's hard to find. It's hard to find,
0: yeah. I've 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 just I I mean I had never been, I knew nuts.com existed. I'd never been on it before, and I was like, oh, this is basically the bulk section.
1: Mm, at yes. a good supermarket, You're right? Yeah, you can That's get everything there
0: that you'd get if, like, with the scooper in like the plastic bag, which I imagine probably doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, most grocery stores eliminated their bulk section. I feel like nuts.com should be making out like gangbusters for all the people who want, you know, like pineapple habanero sesame sticks and loose nuts, dried fruit, even those little like fig bars. You know how I love the fig bars, like the strawberry fig bars. You yeah, just, like, scoop them up and stick them in a bag. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, if you want uh, bulk things, chocolate covered almonds. Chocolate covered goji berries. They have goji berries. So that's Dr. delightful. Yeah. It was so nice of that random person to send you the thing you were looking for. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it's almost like, you know, somebody who's usually a dick to you decided to do something like nice so that they could truck on it for the next, I don't know, two or three weeks of dickness.
1: Yeah. Sounds about right. Would something
0: like that work? Just uh, uh, asking for a friend.
1: (laughs) Depends on how many chocolate covered almonds they get me.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Are we talking like pounds, packages? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so
1: just a pound if you were to.
0: if you were to evaluate my behavior for the past week, what? How many pounds are we talking to, oh, to offset? Boy, Amber,
1: uh, was it, was it a two-pound week? Does it, does it include this podcast? It definitely includes this podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be like a two, two and a half, yeah, two and a half pound
0: week. Okay, wow, that's that's fair. Um, so if
1: I send you like not five,
0: I should probably be ahead for the next week or so. Okay, cool, 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 cool. My friend will be glad to know that.
1: Excellent, Amber. I'd like to close, how we always do. By saying don't. it's different every By time. saying. Don't even play. Everybody if knows. someone throws a rock at you, throw a flower back at them. Absolutely. But make not. sure the flower is still in the pot. Oh. Ah, Topical. Oh. Topical, appropriate,
0: and definitely in keeping with how I feel about things. If somebody throws a rock at you, throw a flower. Throw a flower. One, you had to kill that flower to throw it. And two, fuck no. Throw a rock at me. I'm gonna end you. Then you twisted it, twisted it did. It around. It's a flower pot, and uh-huh. if the flower is potted and you throw the pot at their head, yeah. you could probably still repot that flower. Yeah, flower you could rescue
1: that power, power so, flower. Yeah, I did
0: the same thing. Flower power. Flower power. That's true. So the flower doesn't even have to be sacrificed for your good, good joke, Megan. Yes, Amber. You know, I'm I'm feeling better about our relationship. I don't think we need guests to make it. Oh yay! It's beautiful. Let's go hit somebody in the head with the pot. I really want to do that now. Perfect. Wonderful. Can we do that in PUBG? Let's go find out. Bye, Megan. Okay. Bye, Amber. Megan. Megan. Yes, Amber. I almost forgot. Yes. Have a good weekend this year.
1: Yay. Amber's smart.